Merry Christmas. And a happy new year. It's neither. It's neither it's not Christmas and it's not New Year, but yeah, something in bet- between. Bet- bet- betwixt uh, the bet- two big events. Betwixtmas, yeah. Yeah. Merry whatever that is. Do you have a good one? Have, well, I see, I see you're just, still having a good one. You're stuffing your just, face. What's that? Just having a mince pies. Um, where do you stand on mince pies? I don't stand on them. I eat them. Uh, no, I love a mince pie, me. Yeah. Um, I, wife doesn't. I did buy a pack before Christmas, and I totally mm. forgot I got them until I found them yesterday. Instantly scoffed one. weren't 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 even a good time to eat one. I think it was just like just about to have my tea or something. But right, I'm having one of them. Ate it. Um, but I, yeah, I should have got. I should have got, got one. If do, I don't know, do, you wa- do you warm them up? No, can't be bothered. Too much effort. It's like I say, I saw it and I instantly ate one yesterday, so I ain't got time, have I? I, won't, <laughs> I, I tend to find eighteen seconds in my microwave gets it to a, a beautiful uh, little sort of warmth. Uh, not too hot, so it's not burning your tongue, but just just heats the mince up nicely. Not a bad, not a bad idea that. But I've got loads left, and I will say controversially. I think the, the 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 more expensive the mince pies, the worse they taste. Just from my, just from a sample size of this Christmas, uh, they like try and stuff too much mince into the expensive ones. Like we're giving you more mince, that's why you're spending, you know, one pound forty nine as opposed to one pound for a pack of Morrison's mince deluxe mince pies. I, I actually think the, the the cheaper ones, like the Iceland ones or whatever and stuff, tend to be better. Well. I've got no frame of reference because, as I say, I've only got one pack of mince pies. My mum always used to make them as well, so I never, never had bought homemade, one when I was a kid. Homemade, yeah, yeah. different ball game. Different ball game altogether. So never, never really experienced one way or other than when I was younger. Uh, but yeah, when I went and bought mine before Christmas, I was in ASDA, and it was no competition. I looked at the sort of basic ones versus the expensive ones, and basic mm. ones just looked like I don't know, looked like someone had given up halfway through picking the crap up from the dog or something and just put them you're in the You're a mince pie snob. Well, these, these looked awful. So I had to buy oh, the expensive ones, which were still only about a quid. Anyway, welcome to the Mince Pie Club. <laughs> <laughs> New podcast. An offshoot of the Tufty Club. I wish I'd brought some now upstairs. I've got yeah. I've, I've got a few chocolates here, various selection, a couple of quality street, a bit of chocolate orange. So I'll probably end up slurping throughout the podcast like you. I've still I've still got at least seven chocolate oranges to, to, <laughs> to finish off. Tell tell the listeners about your particular annoyance with my chocolate orange fetish. Well, it's not no. I, I'm fully on board with anyone who's got a chocolate orange fetish. Well, as long as it's not sticking up their ass or something, that's not the kind of fetish I mean. But anyone who's as obsessed with chocolate oranges as I am. You've got my, not not even my acceptance, my respect and possible adoration. But what pisses me off about you in particular and your chocolate oranges is that every Christmas for as long as I can remember, well, for as long as WhatsApp's existed, basically, you've sent a photo to our old schoolmates group of your haul of what you've got for Christmas, like some basketball books and some old football shirts and stuff like that. There's always a pyramid of chocolate oranges in the background which obviously means you've had at least six. But I think some years you had 10, you know, to make the pyramid. Um, And you always used to make out. One year I thought, hang on, this can't be right. I I texted you and said, you've bought them yourself, haven't you? You've not got them given you as presents. Your silence was deafening. It said it all for me. It's it's the... the To to be fair, it's been a mixed bag. I normally get a few bought for me uh, and then I supplant it to make, you know, a proper triangle. 
for the for the particular photo and the arrangement. And I like chocolate oranges. So the more you know, if I'm out and about, and they're always a pound, aren't they, around this time? Yeah. yeah. Uh, generally, if you're if you're shopping at the right places, and I see I see some, I think, oh, I'll have one. And I just around this time, just keep topping it up. So um, yeah, maybe it's a bit. <laughs> Maybe a bit, bit decadent, but I enjoy a chocolate orange and I bought some myself, so deal with it, people. Well, you know what? I'm a hypocrite because I did exactly the same this year. They were, <laughs> last year, I ended up without any chocolate orange whatsoever. Um, so this I'm ne- year... I'm never, in that, I'm never in that situation, yeah, you see. I've, I've learned from your your <laughs> wiseness. So I'm just, I, I still get annoyed by it. It makes me an absolute hypocrite because I did the same this year. You got anything else nice, particularly? Um, got, well, I got this... This Jurassic Park mug that I'm drinking out. Oh, I saw which, that. I was going to talk about which, that. Hold if, it you up, see, if you see there, that's the gates to Jurassic Park. They're shut, and yeah. then when you put the hot liquid in, they open, and you see the oh, dinosaur behind. Wow! A beautiful bit of kit from from the wife there. Really but apart gross. from that, I just got. You know, you get you, you end up just getting the usual stuff. I know you've got you, you've got a great haul to discuss, but you get the usual stuff. I didn't even get some of the. I got books. But I didn't get any socks. Didn't get any music this year. So it's it's petering out Christmas. It, I'll be dead before I know it. But yeah, so I got I got some good stuff though. Like I said, from the wife, got these, got some. Uh, what else did I get? Loads of chocolate oranges, obviously. Um, but yeah, n- nothing like you. Nothing like a haul of football shirts and basketball. Well, books. I, I don't mean really a haul. I got yeah, I got a couple of books and I got I got a, a retro. I always get a retro football shirt. I got Mar- Maradona '86. Well, clearly not an original, a, a remake. But I would um, have thought not. Thousands, <laughs> um, wouldn't it? Yeah, got, got a couple, couple of records. Obviously, converting everything from CD into the same stuff I've always owned, but it's a bit pointless. But now, now, to be fair, some of the records I've had recently haven't been things I've owned. So, um, but yeah, just and and a, and a nice link set, but not Africa this year. Really? No. I don't know which one it was actually. You buy that for yourself as well. Nah, nah, I've wife bought that for me. <laughs> I think it's like a bit of a, a shit joke by buy your husband a link yeah, set. Because it's always been that it's that same joke in it you see on Twitter yeah. about, you know, links Africa sets. But yeah, I had a nice, nice, nice selection. But uh, are your uh, are your decorations down or are they still up? That's a personal question. <laughs> well <laughs> um... <laughs> Uh, yeah, they're up. They're right up. I, I <laughs> the wife, she'd she'd have it down <laughs> if she got her way. No, she she's she's a like a Boxing Day to come down sort of straight thing. straight down after the act finish. <laughs> yeah, so get that down. Get it away from me. Get it get it back in laughed. Um, I don't work that one. But um, <laughs> yeah, I I prefer. I'm not. I'm not one of these twelfth night people. I'm not going to say it has to go to the fifth of January, but I, I like it to last through. So when you sat, just being miserable, not going out on New Year's Eve, you still lit up a little bit. You know, you still got a bit of the old Christmas spirit going. About you? No, I'm not. Uh, I'm. I'm not really asked either way. I mean, like basically, we we put it up. I, I think getting it up early is uh, is an advantage because then you feel feel the benefit. But I think afterwards, like you say, it's it's done in it, so you just you, you just need to get on. So, um, and as for Christmas decorations, <laughs> no, um, we, we we've done a bit of a mixed bag. We we've took down like the wreath and the stuff, but we've still left the with the interior tree and the exterior tree are still up because son said I said Do you want to keep them up and he just went yeah keep them up a bit longer. So we've just kept the trees in and outside. Trees plural. You live on a country manor. 
No, we live in a very small house, but we we bought a little outside tree last year. Uh, we we it, we called it Jostein, actually, a Norwegian Christmas tree. <laughs> but it hasn't got any bandaging uh, about its appendage. Um, but yeah, so we just have that basically by the front door, just side the front door. Bit pathetic, but it's it's more disappointing than the English one you you, you had before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Brian Dean's uh, <laughs> doing a job inside. You know, God. you know. Yeah, so we're, we're, it's, like you say, it's that, it's that kind of rubbishy period. I'm not back at work until next Tuesday, so I've still got like just under a week. But it's, yeah, I mean, I found myself doing really, mon- like today, we went to bloody Dunnell Mill, other shitty shops of that nature are available, um, and just buying, like, buying boxes to put the decoration. We had some, but we thought, oh, we need some more boxes, storage, buying storage boxes. What a pathetic existence of a middle-aged person that is it is isn't it luckily i've not done that but um yeah I've, I've done pretty much nothing i've been i found myself watching films again watch jaws of the night um but yeah no no stories that that will come though that will get suggested when we put come to put decorations away so that's why that's another reason i'm putting it off because i don't want to go to dunelm or similar yeah not 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 great i did play football the other day actually with the old Football group. Uh, did I didn't mention this. Yeah, yeah. So, so they used to play Wednesday night uh, up at up at goals, and uh, again, other football services pits are available. But you keep it's saying this, going. like with the BBC, and we're going to get done if if if, if we. I'm looking for sponsorship. Although slag done our off, so yeah, they're not going to sponsor us. Goals aren't going to sponsor us. Having uh, having injured me, and uh, oh, no. uh, fell down a pothole, didn't you? I did, yeah. <laughs> So yeah, well, I haven't played for ages, and I'm I'm uh, I'm rehabbing from really bad knee tendonitis. Where I used to run a lot, and I don't run at all now. But went back to my physio after all, you know, well, my physio. I've seen about six, and he basically made a great advice of uh, after all these different exercises and physio and rehab. He, I went up to Hampshire, and he just said, "What you need to do is run every day." So he's meant something. So get on with it. Yeah, yeah, get her off with it, stop moaning. So, um, yeah, basically said, go back, like, because I had various combinations of running, resting, running, resting, but now he's just said, just run, 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 and if um, and if it gets in a bit of pain, don't run quite as much, but keep keep running, basically. It's the Forrest so, Gump uh, regime. Yeah, yeah, yeah. so I'm following the, following the Oliver Burke regime. Uh, look, luckily, I ain't got a football uh, anywhere near me, but um, it's been going all right. I've done three weeks, and... Um, because I think I'd rested for such a long time before, apart from cycling, uh, in terms of running exercise, it's been okay. So they asked if I want to play the Christmas game. You might remember the Christmas. Did you ever play in the Christmas yeah, game? Yeah, I played in a couple of them. Played one up at Crooks one year. Oh, yeah. So, uh, yeah, I went and played. I kept it nice and simple, just, you know, just pinging it about and stuff. But you'll be pleased to know the standards not improved whatsoever. Still okay. the same same sort of players. There were a few newer, newer players, but standard was not particularly great I, I basically was playing at a jogging place pace and just i play in the norwood role and still you know was respectable lots Not of points in diagonal balls and uh can't be asked to do much else yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah you you pick him up i'll just i'll just cover this little area here i mean if the ball comes to me i'll just funnel it on someone else and now and again i'll try on them diagonal balls and, and lean back and think well that were nice <laughs> hands on hips yeah, yeah I, if it's still crap then 
uh, apologies if anyone's listening that does play Wednesday night football. But if you, if they're still crap, I might. Uh, I might. They were them. asking. They were asking after a few of the few of the uh, lads, Steve and uh, Joe, were asking about. Yeah, asking where you're coming back. Brito. He's not and coming said, back, is he? <laughs> no, no. I, I said uh, I'm not sure. I said, but I, I basically said I'll play when you're sure. Um, you know, if they're struggling for numbers and I've got notice and work, so right. I'm, I don't think I'm going to go back to being a regular. It is a bit of a faff on a Wednesday night if I'm working late stuff. So, uh, yeah, so I'm going to play now and now and again. Right, I'm. Uh, that's it then. If if the standard's still crap, I've thought yeah, about. I, I might. I might have my knee done. I might. I might. In fact, start the stopwatch. I'm going to race Jack O'Connell. Can I get back to Wednesday night football before he gets back in the first team squad? Yeah, it'd be interesting. So I, I think my money's on you. Right, I'm going to do it. I'm going to, first when when New Year's done and I put my decorations away. Um, I'll uh, I'll ring him and I'll get booked in for my knee operation. Uh, what's the rehab time from the op? I think they say sport. You're looking at six to nine months. But yeah. as as discussed, Wednesday night football is. Very loosely sport, isn't it? So, yeah. it's, yeah. so I'm looking at the uh, lower to, end of that. To, to be fair, I mean, you'd had a more serious injury in terms of ACL. Was it ACL? ACL. Yep. Gone. Um, whereas I'd, I'd had like just really severe knee tendonitis, but those that have had knee tendonitis sort that just literally wouldn't shift, would not shift, like in agony from it um, for like two or three years. Sim- similar time, we sort of got got, got injured, but. Um, yeah, I've, I've started running and playing, and uh, I'm better now. Welcome to the Physio Club Podcast, <laughs> sponsored by Randy Ox Health. Uh, so, are you going to get some physio off Derek French when you're, uh, you're uh, yeah? Back? Why not? Why not? I'm sure, he uh, sure will nurse me back to fitness. That'd be good. That'd be good to uh, good to to see you back back on the. Back on the grass. Right, this, the, the stop what clock starts now anyway. So, O'Connell, if you're listening to this, because I know many of the players do, um, we're racing, you know. I saw yesterday you had another Christmas dinner. It's so about me being indulgent with my orange fetish. You had a, another Christmas dinner. I did. I had um, I had an emergency turkey, which sounds like a 2000s punk band, doesn't it? But, uh, uh, I'd, yeah, I'd got a turkey in freezer in case anyone tested positive for COVID, you know, for Christmas dinner at my mum's. So I thought, you're better safe than sorry not having a Christmas dinner whatsoever. So I got the emergency turkey and then we thought, ah, sod it, let's defrost it and have another Christmas dinner. So I probably had even more food on that plate than I did at my mum's. Absolutely ridiculous. Just did everything I could think of. And uh, yeah, just absolute fat whacker. Had another Christmas. Today's my second boxing day, in fact. (laughs) No, nah, but I was, um, it's that strange time, not just in terms of the day, you don't know what day it is, but like, like, I don't think I've had, apart from leftovers from the original Christmas dinner, just eating like, I seem to be eating a hell of a lot of crackers, p- picky bits, as, that, as yeah. we call them in our ass, you know, like crackers and just like, just nonsense you know a lot of cheese just like cheese on stuff like and it's it gets i realized yesterday i don't think i had a proper meal for about three days i thought i I need to i need to probably eat something like more more significant so uh, i had an egg butter (laughs) or you could just have a second christmas dinner so so as if your guts weren't bad enough you fueled it with further eggs my drinking's been quite inconsistent now again because i had i had a had a fair bit um, I went out. I went out Fulham game with a few mates, and then like didn't have anything until Christmas Day, I think. And then I did have a fair bit Christmas Day, just steady drinking throughout the day. 
And then, yeah, since then I've I've had a couple of beers, but I've not, yeah, been I've really disappointed myself. It's Bridget Jones' diary, this, isn't it? Like a log of, well, hopefully not a log, but I did have what a you ate. Log actually, with ice cream. A hard. log of what you ate is not what not what anyone wants to see. But um, yeah, I, I've drunk quite a bit actually, because I know that I'm going to cut it out again. New Year, I'm having another rest. That old, that old rubbish. No, no, I will. I will, but because um, I've not been drinking beer much most of this year, actually, I've, I've made up for it in December. I can tell you, you had that advent, haven't you, where you you'd have to drink a can a day. <laughs> we don't. I've still got some of them left. Some of them were appalling. Yeah, brew dogs aren't going to sponsor us after I slagged them off on uh, Twitter and said there's some right shit in there. I've uh, I ended up with three advent calendars. I didn't buy any of them myself. I got one at work, and then some got, and then I got. Um, I got two somehow at home. I don't quite know. I got two, but I've decided I'm going to keep one for January. <laughs> <laughs> well, what counting down to the 25th of January? <laughs> yeah, that's big day. What <laughs> happening? And day. Right then. So yeah, I've, that's what I've decided. Yeah, but it'll perk me up a bit, won't it? Get yeah, up well. cold January morning. I've got a, a tiny two pence size uh, bit of Nestle chocolate to eat. That'll really cheer me up. 25th of January is a Tuesday. So, so that's going to be a Tuesday at work you're counting down to. You're going to be disappointed when you open that last last window and you think, big day tomorrow. Oh, no, it's not. I've got to do a bloody assembly, haven't I? Gosh. So, yeah. Um, so I think we've about covered Christmas, haven't we, though? Yep. No need to have Christmas ever again. <laughs> but I hope you've all had a, a nice Christmas. Hit, hit us up on your... Uh, hit us up. <laughs> like some sort of rate talk show. Talk radio. <coughs> <coughs> Any United theme presents? <laughs> Anyone else choked on a mince pie? <laughs> no, I've just been coffee. Uh, United theme present. I've not, I've not had a United present for quite a while, actually. You know, when you were a kid, you used to get like yeah. shirt or tracksuit or you know, video like season review or or something like that. But yeah, you know, even like Zach had that calendar that we're discussing about. I, I don't, I, I don't think I, I can't remember the last like United gift I had. It's all shite, isn't it? That's why. I've, people have been um, tweeting <coughs> some of the stuff out of the United catalogue, haven't they? Oh. And, uh, I, I, like, are you okay, baby? I haven't touched your Chef United mint handbook. You know, like when someone latches onto oh, a Twitter theme yeah, and just keeps yeah. doing the same thing. And it's just all crap. So you won't want it anyway. Although the, the fruit drops are nice. Sheffield United oh, fruit oh. drops. My mum and dad got given some at the Senior Blades and because they got a oh, pack okay. each, a tin each rather. Right. So do you want one of these? I'll oh, go on then. thought they're going in bin. Lovely, lovely, a lovely drop. Probably about fruit. four quid for like six. Or yeah, don't buy them. If you get them free, <laughs> by all means eat them. But yeah, they're not worth buying. Anyway, we should uh, come on and discuss the the, uh, the United games over the Christmas break. Now, uh, that's what <laughs> yeah. we're here for, isn't it? It is, yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, we've made a rod for his own backs, really, because I were, I were quite confident the whole game would go ahead. So I put on Twitter, Merry Christmas, uh, We'll see you before 29th. Come what may, game or not, nothing, we'll do a podcast. Because bizarrely, people have been saying, are you going to do a podcast? Well, someone said, are you going to do a Strictly Come Dancing final podcast? Do with that. (laughs) I mean, it's almost like they've got nothing to do over Christmas and they'll listen to any old shit. Um, So, yeah, made a bit of a rod for our own back. And, yeah, so we're going to have to make up something to talk about, aren't we, with all them cancellations? Well, I think we, I mean, I I said it uh, 
off air. I said we were going. I was going to discuss a menu of things we're going to discuss uh, for the listeners. I did. I've not done that. Uh, we've just talked about shit for twenty minutes, which is what we normally do. So I suppose we've kept kept on on trend. Um, I, now I thought we could discuss a bit of recent events. Which I'm not. Don't want to go into the COVID thing too much. It's boring me. But um, a little bit about perhaps Ramsdale and that. What's come out with that? But again, that's that's pretty dull. Uh, I'm not selling this, am I? Uh, but Fair I thought we now. could discuss. I thought we could discuss like kind of how the season's gone. Talk a bit about our predictions at the start of the season, and then sort of move on to kind of how we think things are, are going to go. So it's like a season review, review, preview, preview. Yeah, and it's a year as well, isn't it? So we can. Oh, it's like yeah. we're halfway out, so we can do best of 2021, and then mm. what we got wrong about the season so far, and what we're going to get wrong. Yeah, in like the second that. half of the season, like maybe. Yes, yeah, yeah, sounds good. But no, I have, I have missed uh, football. I know you've said we did a Christmas special last year where you criticised Boxing Day games and Christmas games, and I, I, I'm the opposite. I love football. It makes me think of family. Like used to go a lot with dad and my uncles growing up, then taking my son. It always seemed to be at home on Boxing Day, which were quite amusing. Wednesday fans getting irate about, it. and then they got an home game this year. They got home, which was <laughs> pretty funny, but. Um, yeah, just lo- loved Christmas games. And then this year when the fixed came, we didn't really have anything. They were that Bristol City game. And the QPR game was a Monday and that got postponed. And then obviously we've 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 seen like we're away on Boxing Day, that got postponed, Hull away. Uh, so it's just been shit really, hasn't it? It's just nothing to really discuss. And everyone's gone in on, you know, like everyone's got a theory. Everyone's, you know, a lot, a lot of people seem to be moving more towards um you know, saying it's teams are just calling games off because they can't be asked. Um, I'm somewhere in between. I think. I I think that the fault isn't doesn't lie with the clubs. If I was a club and I'd got a few COVID tests, a positive COVID tests, and I got some injuries, of course I'd be like mailing it in and saying bollocks to that. We'll play it later in the year. It's the obvious thing to do. To and if they're not being properly, you know, assessed in terms of. I mean, I'm sure they have to announce their, you know numbers of COVID tests or they have to show some evidence, but like injuries, how, how the minute they brought injuries into it saying, Oh, you just need 40, 14 players, 13 and a goalie. Yeah. Um, the minute they said, Oh, this includes injuries. Then clubs have got a loophole because unless you have an independent doctor who's going to go around all the clubs assessing people, they, they can just say, well, we've got two off with COVID. We've got 10 injuries. So it's yeah. like it, it, the, the football league and the premier league, to be fair, they've, they've kind of just, they, they thought, oh, we'll put some rules in. But they, they've made it worse, actually, by putting rules in. They've been better just either saying, you're all playing and you've got a pool of players. All this bollocks about how you, they've got to play one first-team game from the squad of 25 to be eligible. No, you've got big squads. And when I'm listening to, like, Chelsea and people remember, like, like, 40, 50 players, you know, out on loan or whatever, and Klopp, Klopp criticising Burnley, saying the players aren't as good as ours, so they don't play as many games. But... You're in a Champions League that's not about doesn't have the champions in it. it has four teams in it because you yeah. all want the money. You have big preseason tours where you go over to America and Asia and stuff. Quite happy to partake in that, and then you're moaning about stuff. So I'm a bit pissed off with some of the kind of stuff. But then I, you know, so I, do, I do agree with I do agree with some that are saying it does seem quite convenient for some teams to kind of pull games. Yeah, I'm. I think I'm a bit like you that well. Well done. I've taught you well the old, you're somewhere in the middle. You, you, you're sitting on that old fence, aren't you? It's quite comfortable. You'll, you'll like it mm. on there. But I'm more with you that on when you said, it's pissing me off now. I'm just sick of reading. Every time I go on Twitter or just read anything, 
just it's just more just it's almost like bordering on victim mentality. Like, yeah. is that when it's about United? When it's about United, we yeah, no one's from others, and they've stopped us in his track. It, this is happening to everyone. I think there was seventy percent of the games that went up that were off on boxing. This isn't about let's get United. It, it's unfortunate that we've we've had some teams that we've played that have been hit by COVID and injuries, and they've manipulated the situation. But equally, that's just how the fixtures have, have fallen. There's, and there's loads of others that haven't played any games. Yeah, well, I because I thought oh, maybe maybe they've got a bit of a point, and we have been the worst hit. And I've not l- done too much um, delving into this in analysis because I instantly found another. I just quickly opened fixtures, scanned mm. down. Swansea have had three on trot, mm. and it's and it's because they played. They were due to play QPR the game after us, and they were due to play Luton, due to play I think Peterborough, and so they've they've had three games called off no fault of their own. And it's like, well, it's happening to other people. Yeah. It's not. It's not. There's so many games off. No, no, it's unfortunate, but there's so many games off, and and I think I think I saw someone saying, ah, but who was it? QPR were on their Christmas party, or someone were on the Christmas party, but United were on a Christmas party. Yeah. They were. Basham racing down, racing down. It's a Superman, and they were in that uh, what Christmas market, weren't they? Hyde Park, Winter Wonderland, all yeah. necking Steins of beer bag. So like, all this about uh, the people United have took it seriously. United have like they've controlled things and the, the test, and not really. We've just been a little bit more for like COVID's completely down to. It is down to some kind of what you do and stuff, but it's pretty much an element of luck. You could have contact with one person and get it and have contact with 30 people and not get it. So you are increasing your chances. But I think there's been a lot of bollocks said about, you know, uh, we're doing it better than other clubs. We, think- we could get a, a, an outbreak in the next couple of weeks and have eight out and all these fans are saying, get it off, get game off. Yeah, I, this is exactly it because I've seen that as well that, people going as soon as it's us cancelling they'll take three points off us oh dear <laughs> and no because i think what will happen more likely is what you've said that we will have an unfortunate mcburney will come back he'll be to pub mm. again <laughs> um old uh, johnny no jabs and he'll come back in and he'll breathe around squad and we'll all get it and then it, all of a sudden it'll be the best thing when we've got say basham mcgoldrick mm. sharp you know a load of players, uh, Gibbs White, that have been key players for us this season. If they're all cut down with COVID, it'll all of a sudden be, we need to get it called off, pretend we've got some injuries. And like you say, almost quite right too, because it's a loophole they've presented. Mm. And it's a sport people do what they can to gain advantages, don't they? Mm. Um, and with you, they should have just made it easier. Well, sorry, more difficult to get games called off or made it obvious or just not even brought any special rules in at all. Or even yeah. just shut, shut down for a few weeks. Because we're obviously this was going to happen, shut down a few weeks, extend the season, bollocks to World Cup because it's not until next winter anyway. Just mm-hmm. let that take care of itself. But there's yeah. an argument if they shut down, it's still been about. But I get what you're saying because then everyone's got a couple of weeks to kind of get back to some kind of bill of health. Yeah, they'll go down again. But then if you say right, we've got a couple of weeks, and then after that, you're going to have to play. You're going to have to play. You know, you've got squads of players, and you're going to you're going to have to play. Yeah. Basically, it's interesting though. Uh, you know, without comparing. Well, I'm comparing, but like going over to the States, they have to kind of, and I've seen a lot saying about GDPR and all this stuff, but when the players aren't available in the NBA, they have to say, basically they say out with COVID protocols and they announce the players. They announce the players so it's clear who's missing, how long they're going to be out for because they've gone to seven days from 10 days. And it's like really clear 
Like, and, and again, I don't know why they can do it there and we can't hear, but it, it is really clear who, who's out, why they're out and stuff. And it'll say that they do like an injury report. So you've got who's out injured. But NBA has gone opposite. They've made them play no matter what. Really? Uh, they've only postponed. Yeah, they've only postponed a handful of games when it was like ridiculous. They were like one t- Well, the team I follow, Chicago Bulls, had like about 14 missing. We've ended up with all our players have had it now. It's, it's worked well because they've all had it. And now, like, they'll, they'll be going out of way, sort of thing. But, uh, I mean, it's different there because they've been able to sign players from their development league and it's all built towards the top league. So they've signed players on 10-day contracts and said, right, you're going to have to fill, you know, you fulfil your roster with, with other players. Um, but, and obviously you can't really do that in football. But I, I do think you've got a squad of players. Yeah, certainly, the Prem- they shouldn't be cancelling any games at the Premier League level. There's, there's no way you've got, they've all got massive squads. They've all got loads of players. I, I don't, you know, I get it a little bit more at League Two level if you've got a really small squad, but um, I don't know. Well, I mean, that's something else that people have brought in, hasn't it? Look at, look at um, non-league, no cancellations there. I think something fishes, no, what it is with non-league is they're not ponsers. Most of them are amateur or semi-pro. They've got a second job. It's in their interest to be, they'll have been jabbed. Well, they've been looking after themselves, not pissing around going to parties, or even they've already had it because they've got a second job. Um, and yeah, they'll just be, well, not doing what we've done. I mean, the I think the sort of vaccination rate is only about two thirds, is it, amongst professional footballers? Mm. So straight away they're opened up to it because that's below the national average. Mm. Um, so yeah, I don't think there's any conspiracy. I think I just agree with you. They're just using the loophole for their own sort of gain. Yeah. I think it's going to get to a point and then like if we have another couple of weeks of this where they're going to have to revisit and actually say if well basically if they want to get the season done it probably is going to be extended but um if they want to get the season done because if we let's say, say we have another month of this this I'm not saying it's going to be in jeopardy this season but you they're going to be scrambling around because of the world cup and everything and stuff so they will it will get to a point where it's going to be it's going to, they'll, they'll turn around and just say right you have to play now you can almost see that coming you're going to have to play now because we can't miss any more games so like there'll be then teams like, like us that will get disadvantaged then I'll be honest saying it's it's a joke it's a conspiracy <laughs> yeah I'll be saying I'll be looking back on this oh, I'm, a, I'm a turncoat yet again they've done it they're always out to get us yeah but, um, yeah, it's, it's a mess. It is a mess. But it isn't a mess just because of football. It's a, it's a society's a mess, isn't it? It's just, I, I don't think anyone were quite ready for this kind of, where everyone's kind of, seems like, you know, I know so many people now that have kind of got it and stuff. And it's like, it's almost like the, people don't know what to do now because the hospitalization is obviously not as high, but it's like, we don't want to have it spreading. It's this kind of hybrid of trying to get on but trying to not get on at the same time. And it's, they're just sort of bumbling through. It sort of sums up our leader, doesn't it? We, we're just sort of bumbling through. And I, I actually don't think locking down's, I mean, look at figures in other countries, like, I don't think that's necessarily made the differences. Um, I, I just think people are just, just trying to o- open it, just kind of just dies out, fades away, which it might, it might not. Yeah. We, we don't know, do we? bumbling through that sums up well that, that <laughs> certainly does sum up united doesn't it and this podcast so it's just parallels through football and through society political this podcast we've gone from mince pie comparing mince pies from supermarkets to talking about the way out of a, a, a worldwide pandemic this is this is what you listen for <laughs> yeah let's move on Bad, bad internet connection. 
Yeah, well, I can hear you now. No, I just said, uh, anyway, Ramsdale's a cunt, isn't he? <laughs> Maybe that's why it cut out. That's a conspiracy. Ramsdale's that's, that's exactly what I said. And then it, and then it, it cut out. As I was saying, after I'd done the, the political discussion, that's why I didn't get your reaction, and then I realised my sound had probably cut out. Are you on your work laptop? Is it? Uh, is it? Has it got like a, a profanity filter? <laughs> no. Um, have you seen this? Because uh, we said we'd discuss it. I don't want to go into like everyone's. You know, everyone's got an opinion, including us. Um, so we'll have one. But have, have you watched this interview? No, purposely not. Because I, I saw it and I thought, I don't give a shit anymore. He's gone. He's, he's left. <laughs> and plus. By the time I even knew that the interview existed, I'd seen a massive breakdown from, you know, Daniel to, what do we call him, um, Dave, Dave from Gleadless. So what's, what's that? Yeah, what's that yeah. stock fan? Just like a, it was Dave from Gleadless. Um, or oh, no, Steve from Gleadless, weren't it? Steve, Steve. from Gleadless. Um, I've seen, I've seen, yeah, with all these like journalists and fans and stuff breaking it down. I felt like I'd heard it all anyway. The, you know, the mm. sort of dissecting every little thing he said. So I've not actually seen the interview, but yeah, I don't come across very well from what I've gathered. I don't. I don't get what he's. I think what he's done. He's gone on that. Ben, he does like a. It's like a cycling goalkeeper or something. Isn't it? <laughs> That's his podcast, isn't it? Yeah. And I think he's gone on, and he's trying to be like really cool, isn't he? We're like the like with him like trying to be like down like oh, i'll just come on and say a few things and like it's obviously trying to impress him he's trying to really impress himself to, to the arsenal fans like oh what a lad sort of thing and he's just he's kind of forgot like you know where 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 he started out and i, I, I just don't get what he's achieved by saying so, like it may be well true some of the stuff he said you know it might be true that um you know that they were they were mucking him about and so i mean i don't get why he would want ask for a new contract there's not many jobs where you like you drop down a level and say, "Where's me? Where's me? Where's my pay rise? Where's me? Where's my new contract?" Uh, and I'm not particularly in agreement with the if you know him not playing a game to kind of force a move. But then footballers have done that, and agents put pressure on them to do. But even nice guys as footballers, they, you know, they get told to do certain things to help them get a move and stuff. Uh, I, I just don't get why he would come out and say all these things. Like, what? What is he? Getting? getting out of that apart from basically making himself look like a bit of a knob but like you know we know United's board are a mess we know they're probably making some poor decisions but um, I, just, I just don't understand what, what he's open to achieve because he's gone from someone who I think most fans generally were like yeah he had two fairly short spells with us in terms of first team player wish him well we got good money for him he had a good second half of the season obviously didn't start so great but um, you know, open it, go on and be the England goalie, you know what I mean? Former Blade, like we said about some other United, old United players, but now it's just like, yeah, you just come across a bit of a knob there, mate. Yeah, total dickhead. Um, as simple as that, isn't it? I, I think, oh, there's no defending, is there? I, I think yeah. I think probably you said, oh, some of the stuff that you said might be true. Of course it's true. Like, of course, they messed him about. That's what United do. Um, yeah. and, and you could tell the weight would be an handle at the time when it were Willy Won't He? Is, is he going to sign Arsenal? Apparently Willy Wonka. Sorry. Willy Wonka, <laughs> yeah. It's not been on this year, that I don't think, actually. Normally, I don't watch it. It's oh, that's a great the, origi- the original, the original. Yeah, yeah. This, with with Chris Wilder. Chris Wilder and, um, and uh, Ben Osborne, loads of them, orange ones. Um, yeah, it's, it, yeah, it's classic that. And I've not seen it on this year, so yeah, well, I'll keep keep my eyes peeled for that. But yeah, the old Willy won't say Willy Wonka. Um, you knew they were messing him about. You knew there was some sort of 
sort of, I don't know, probably trying to get him G'd up as well. So they'd push for a move so Arsenal would, you know, bid again. Uh, but as you say, why does he need to come out and say all that? We're no board of shit. It, he didn't need to come out and just be a dickhead about it. But mm. he's still fairly young, isn't he? He's gone on that podcast. Yeah. He's, he's in it, like you say, in his head, he's like thinking, oh, can I come on this to appear appear cool, appear like, you know, near myself to to unite, uh, to sorry, Arsenal fans and England fans and stuff like that. And yeah, be a bit edgy and say something that's, you know, in, in his head, he probably thought oh, everyone's going to think, yeah, what a lad. No, we're thinking what a tit, but never mind. You've done it now. Yeah, and it's, yeah, it's sad, uh, but that's it. We, we move on and like I say, he wasn't with us that long. He didn't have the same kind of, uh, but like Kyle Walker weren't with us for that long. I know he came through, but so did Ramsdale, the youth team. Kyle Walker had, what, half a season and then another half a season when he came back alone. But, you know, he's really well thought of because he always talks fondly about United and wants to come back and stuff. So, uh, yeah, disappointing, but we've we've got we've got Fodrington, so we're, we're fine. Yeah, exactly. Who, who needs him? Get rid. Uh, um, what else we're we going to talk? We've done we've done we've done COVID. We've done mince pies. Uh, done Ramsdale's a knob. Um, I don't know. I don't know. But I suppose we should talk about um, the game coming up Saturday, and then we can do a general a general look back. Yeah, go on then. Well, assuming this the game Saturday actually happens, obviously. But um... well, they they seem to have escaped it as well so far. They've got a game tonight at Blackpool, I think. So hopefully they're not going in that dirty pub on the front, <laughs> <laughs> the <laughs> Manchester. <laughs> they'll, catch, they'll catch more than COVID in there. Yeah, well, yeah. Um, but um, yeah, it, it, it would will be nice to have a game. We haven't had a game for such a long time, like you know at Bramall Lane, you know, especially. Um, but yeah, it'd be a weird one with Wilder and Nil coming back. And again, I've seen everyone's having an opinion on that now. What will what, what will you do? What how will you react? What, well, it seems pretty obvious to me. You give him a round of applause, you say thank you. You could even chant one of our own for at the start of the game and give him a you know, he did a fantastic job for United, real hero. And then whistle goes and he's is a is a knob. He's an opposition manager for the for the rest of the game, and we and we I don't care if we chant his name, what's the score, and all that. We wind him up and stuff, do all the things we should do with any manager, and we we try and win the game. And at the end, if he you know if he wants to give us a round of applause, we'll give him a round of applause back. End of. Yeah, well done. Let's move on. <laughs> no, no, fully agree. <laughs> it's it, what what is yeah. I don't get this hero worship of someone who's now moved on and, and moved on in sort of strange circumstances. We've still not heard mm. the full story on that. And, you know, you get his defenders, defenders of the Wilder saying, <laughs> uh, you know, oh, it were all Prince. It were all... I think there were two, there's two sides to every story. I think, I don't think he came across particularly well out of it as well, but he will always have given us, you know, one of, mm. if not the best period of football in, you know, most fans' lives. Uh, mm. And you're never going to see a chocolate factory like that again. You're never going to see that. Are you? Um, well, he did. He, he went. He, he did push us through the glass ceiling as well, didn't he? We we thought. I, well, I've said this before that my dad were saying, "Oh, I don't think I'll ever see United in Premier League again in my lifetime, lad." And I went, "Well, I don't think I'll see it in my lifetime. Never mind yours." And yeah, it, it pushed us. It pushed us through that great glass elevator. And... Billy Sharp, Charlie Bucket, <laughs> exactly. Got his golden ticket, didn't he? Um, and yeah, he. 
he deserves he, he deserves a great ovation when he comes back. But yes, yeah, completely with you. Once once that first whistle goes, then it's just an opposition manager. People are getting really passive aggressive about that. If you sing his name during the game, though, like I'm having you like what? Like like <laughs> <laughs> like I don't I can't imagine there'll be many people. You know because like. I think it'd be slightly different if it was Slavia or a manager who'd been struggling. But obviously, Eckenbach's come in, doing well, seems quite liked at the moment. So there's no animosity towards him. They might be towards the board. So I just don't get it. Yeah, give him a round of applause. Do you think they'll actually announce him? Or do you think Prince will have told, threatened Sinclair before had him in and said, <laughs> don't mention him? You know, like they didn't have him in yeah. the programme or anything. If you mention enough. him, you'll never play the rude sandstorm <laughs> in this stadium again. <laughs> Um, yeah, and that's for Maggie Mays. <laughs> just, just yeah, it's it's Maggie Mays for you, and that's it. Um, yeah, that's a fair point actually, because they pulled, you know, if, if the rumours are true, they, they had a social media thing ready to go, didn't they? Mm. Um, and they pulled that, told them they couldn't run with it. So yeah, you, you could be right. You could say, don't over egg it, don't don't do anything. But he he won't be there anyway. Prince do what we want. They've already said mm. that we're not going to be here. So um, yeah, do, do what you want, Sinclair. Yeah, no, I think they should just say what uh, you know. Read the teams and just say we're welcome back, Chris Wild Allen. Keep it. He only needs to say his name to keep it understated. He doesn't need to say you know a big he kind of fan. He can't do that, though, Sinclair. Can he? He's, <laughs> no. he's all or nothing with his voice breaking and stuff. Some of our best years. You know, you know he's going to go like that. Yeah. Uh, uh, so. Uh, yeah, but no, um, yeah, hopefully, you know, full, full Bramal Lane, they'll bring a lot, they're doing well, you know, we've had a break, Wilder's already started anyway, with, uh, oh, they'll they'll be a lot fresher sort of thing, they'll, they'll, you know, they've got an advantage, mind game's already started, and like I say, some have said, he forgot how crap we were under him after international break, yeah, so we'd have a game for a while. We tweeted that thing, didn't we? we the, the one and only infographic we ever made when we realised <laughs> it's too much like hard work, can't be arsed with it, leave that Chef United away. Um, of starts under Wilder, and we were just absolutely dog shit. Like, we just collected very few points when either after obviously start of the season, project restart, or whatever it was called after COVID. And, and yet, like, say, even after international breaks, we were shit. Um, so yeah, you know, it was full well that we, you know, it's probably going to play against us if anything, unless he thinks actually it's me that shit after breaks. Um, so, so he he's open that if if he's got called off tonight, he'd have had a little break, and uh, yeah. and he, they were going to be shit ones. So better get the mind games in early. Um, so yeah, I don't. It, and, and besides which, because I've seen a lot of that. Oh no, we've had this break. We're going to be. Oh, it's working. It's all against us. Second, yeah, fair enough. It breaks your rhythm. Whatever. It also gives you a rest. You're also well. Yeah. Well, no, you shouldn't have many injuries. Should be well rested. Chance to get people back from injury, like you know, such as Gibbs White and whoever else. Um, and it didn't really affect us after the Fulham, you know, for the Fulham game, did it? We were, we were two gate two weeks between games then, and we went to the league leaders and, and did them. And by the time we play the next game, it will be nice to set up for that uh, from first game back in March, doing Saturday, Monday, Thursday, Saturday. Yeah, yeah. I quite enjoyed that though. There was nothing that you without first lockdown, weren't it? Yeah. There was nothing else to do, and it was just like, oh, there's another game on tonight. It's like every other night. Remember Junior Football League? I know a few people mentioned it, but doing that end of season, like really hot days in May, and we'd had all them games postponed. Uh, you know, it was when I was playing in goal, actually, and it was like, 
the manager would like you'd have to ring you them days sort of thing they would like ring you at home and tell and your dad would call phone so I've just had manager called Colin I'd say call online uh, we're playing Sunday you know it's normal and then we've got a game uh, Tuesday Thursday and then Sunday again and then same week after <laughs> like literally travelling to all these places like bloody up to like I don't know like standing and then, up, then to Barnsley West End like come on we'd like exhausted I'm going to school and they're like it literally like my life for like You're three weeks studying goal can't we <laughs> but yeah it's going to be a bit like that good fun yeah I, I'll look forward to that I like it when it's as I've said before the Ollie Burke fixture list thick and fast so yeah so hopefully I, 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 I do hope there's a game because I've missed my football although I did go to uh, I forgot to mention I did go and watch Hallam uh, yesterday any good? I really enjoyed it. Um, one of one of one of my mates, Nick, who spoke about the last party. He's got he's got a season ticket. Alaman United. And I said, how does that work? Because he says that if clash, you know, he says, I just go whenever I can. But I finally get you get family season tickets. Really, I think a lot of his mates, his mates' families, because uh, he lives right up there. Uh, saw another guy up there from work as well. Like literally just bumping into people. But um, yeah. Um, I tried to talk my son into going, he weren't bothered at all. He thought, I'm not bothered. So, uh, Mrs. said, Yeah, I'll, I'll come up with you. Like, fancy just getting out of the house, sort of thing. And they said they expected a fairly big crowd. Like, their highest crowd this season was 600. So, I thought, I'll get there pretty early. You know, it's a great for those who haven't been, get, get yourself up sand, get a little clubhouse with a bar. And they do serve decent drinks as well. Uh, there's a stand so you can sit down, you can stand behind the goal if you want, stand side at pitch. Is, Basically, do what you want. Um, play, play if you want. You pretty well. I'll come on to the standard in a minute. Fiver to get in, you know, brilliant value. Um, yeah, real like proper old crackly, like tannoy sort of thing, playing like you know, old tunes and stuff. It like just, Grammar Lane, yeah, yeah. Um, and they were third v second, uh, sorry, second v third. Hallam was second. Um, Brig, Brig Town and uh, my mate said oh they're, they're bringing they're bringing loads and I'm like they're not going to bring loads it's like 10th tier of football brought about 200-300 fans hate him <laughs> uh, well they sat they, they, they were they like stood on Hallam's they call it the shed end and they stood on their in their shed end with it fuck them and they were took, like took their yeah, and, but they were like ch- chanting at each other right next to each other like like proper old school chants as well like sort of um you know, sort of, I don't know, Hallam's a shithole. It's not even a place. It's constituency. <laughs> um, but, did, um, did you tell him that? Yeah, that that's right. came back. Yeah, not, not even, even a place. A city, it's a constituency. <laughs> yeah, I think, judging by some of the people up there, because it's a weird mixture of people up there. Like, because it's quite posh people up there. And then there's like your proper non league. But there's loads of like who are clearly regulars that, that go. But then half time, all your Brig fans, Walk round to goal they were attacking, but as they walk round past main stand, we're like chanting at main stand. <laughs> Brilliant! Uh, punch up after about two minutes, could have been two red cards, literally, like really muddy pitch. Like they've done well to get it on. Um, five goal thriller, one at goals, like bouncing around area, just pinballing around, then they put it in, sort of thing. Um, they had a good player, Hallam, a winger called Iron Wilson. Real, I think he's quite young. He's been around non league a little bit, but um, yeah, looked look like a play certainly a higher level than that. Scored a couple of goals. Uh, yeah, one three two. I think the top top at league now. Uh, but the crowd was like twelve hundred, uh, but the capacity is only a thousand. So they. <laughs> 
is 1,000. <laughs> Which drew great, great guffaws from everybody inside the ground. This is this is weird because you cut out a bit then. So this when you were going to swear, <laughs> the worst swear word, it cut out. When you were going to announce some fraud, you cut out again. <laughs> so your, your computer just do not want you to get into uh, trouble. But yeah, I got the gist of that, that they had to pretend it were 1,000. Yeah, it was a real... Really good though, really good. John Pemberton's son played for Hallam as well. Uh, it was on United's books, Max. Um, slightly bigger in frame, shall we say, uh, than Fat John. Pemberton. But as a long, Fat Pemberton, but as a long throw, uh, just like him. Well, not just like him. If, if that, um, <laughs> that somersault one did or anything oh, yeah. to go by. That. I don't think he could attempt any somersault by the amount of mud around the side of the pitch. But definitely, uh, I would recommend, not just around Sheffield, obviously, you know, if you the amount of games that have been called off recently, you want to go and watch football, get to Hallam, get Sheffield, you know, there's, there's loads of, there's Handsworth, there's uh, Dromfield, you know, quite a lot of, you know, Rotherham Way, there's like Parkgate and stuff. It's really good, uh, you know, good entertainment. I mean, the standard's not great, yeah. but you, you're not going to watch like brilliant football. You're going just to watch football, aren't you? And uh, yeah, it was a good laugh and enjoyed it. Yeah, I, the last game I saw before lockdown, you know, we were supposed to be going to Newcastle, weren't we? And they called it off. Mm. Um, I went, yeah, I went up the road and watched some, I think it's lower, I think it's about 11th tier football. And uh, I just, I practically stood in dugouts. I like mm. stood between dugouts, just, yeah. just listening to them mouthing at each other. And it is, it's, it's, it's yeah. a different experience and it? it's good. Yeah. Yeah. I do say, I definitely would like to go a bit more and it's good up there. It just feels like it's proper. Obviously, it's the oldest ground in the, in the, in the world as they've got about 100 sides all around the ground. <laughs> but uh, I went for a, a pace and like walked down and uh, those who've been to like uh, Sandgate, you literally, as you're curious to go for a piss, players are coming out, changing rooms next to the toilet where you go for a piss. It's brilliant. I could see right in the changing room. It's just amusing. The oldest toilet no, uh, next to a dressing room uh, in the world. Yeah, but no, good, good, definitely. And I, I just want to see some football. We don't know what was going, what's going to happen. United, like you know, and the, the whole game. I think had gone just, but we decided we we're going to go anyway, just in case. And uh, got me Christmas football filling. <laughs> good. Well, as you say, it might be your only one, but there's open side of his own. Anyway, we said we were going to do a bit of a season review and discuss our predictions from the start of the season so i had a, a quick uh what's well, a listen because i just sort of skimmed through it we did a pre-season pod um where we discussed where we'd finish player of the season uh yeah who'd go up who'd go down surprisingly good surprisingly bad so i'm not going to go through every single thing necessarily but um i thought we could go through those compare with what's happened and then maybe do a bit of a uh, perhaps a player of the year rather than a player of the season for the calendar year and then talk a bit about what what we think is going to happen in terms of where we're going to finish and sort of uh, our future. Yep. Not our future, United's our future. future. Yeah. Our, future. our future's bleak. It's just sitting at home eating. <laughs> so pre-season, we predicted United. I had us finishing fourth. Uh, Andy had third. Uh, sorry, you had third and Andy had second. Yeah, I I've got my I have opened my notes from this year when you said we're gonna do this. So I've opened mm. my notes. I'd written United position top six, potentially seventh is what I'd written. But but top I think I, I put top six because I said we'd win playoffs. Um and I remember that podcast. You two were really, really upbeat and confident. And I mm. went last on my predictions. Yeah. You said fourth, Andy had said second. And I thought, I've have, have I underestimated it. 
here. Like, you know, because I, I was basically mm. saying lower end at playoffs. So I, I, I bottled it and said third, like top end at playoffs. You, you, you did say we'd have a patchy start and we'd finish strong and win the playoffs. That's what you did say. Well, it's still on that, isn't it? Yeah. Um, in terms of the teams to go to, like, you know, top, top, well, Andy had Bournemouth and us, and then I think he had um, Fulham to go in the playoffs. He kept going on about Reading for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> Ridiculous. Um, I had Fulham, Bournemouth, West Brom, which are the current current three. Obviously, Bournemouth just gone ahead at Fulham. I had QPR to win playoffs. Um, obviously, I had us in fourth. Uh, you had Fulham, Bournemouth, and then us to win in the playoffs. So, you know, the, the, the only one we've been really wrong about is his own team. Too too confident about our own team, which is very rare for us, isn't it? Like, yeah, you, no, you, especially me. Yeah, you, the world-renowned pessimist, and me, I, I like to think I'm realistic, but I just got swept up in it. The the euphoria of that preseason podcast, obviously. I mean, some of the predictions of positions and stuff, I had a, a few teams way too lower. Uh, there's some teams have done really well, like Blackburn and Coventry. I had quite near the bottom. I had to go down. I had Hull, Derby, and Huddersfield. And you and Andy, I think Andy just copied you at this point because he'd not done any research, was Derby, Blackpool and Huddersfield. So pretty shit, really, because Derby was the obvious one. And, yeah. you know, they had such a point deduction. But Hull have improved in terms of the one they're out of the bottom for the moment. Huddersfield are a lot higher and Blackpool. Are, so yeah. we cocked them up massively. We certainly did. It shows we know absolutely nothing about yeah. football. Well, coming on though, player of the season, a lot more accurate. Andy and you said Sander Berger. He's played about That's three games. Not a chance. I've got it written down. Here. I've got it here. I've got it here. Sander Berger or Ramsdale. I said Ramsdale. <laughs> I've got it written down. Ramsdale. Well, you're wrong on both. One's not True. here and one's never played. True. Uh, but Andy said Berger and then Fleck. <laughs> That's gone well. <laughs> Yeah. Neither of them. Well, I had Moussa, but actually, my <laughs> predict Moussa has had a better season than them. He has, hasn't he? he had that, at least he had them three games. True, true. Moussa is a better prediction than yours. Um, I had to know because my prediction got sold. So I suppose. But well, yeah. We we also predicted league goals that they'd score. Um, so I remember my Moussa prediction. I went big on Moussa. I had him getting 21 goals. Uh, he, he, you had 14 and Andy had 12. He's got three. Um, he's not, is he going to get 21 minutes? And then McGoldrick, I had eight. Andy had seven and you had nine. He's on two. These are league goals. So I think that's right. Two, so... Not so good. Sharp, we got completely wrong. Um, he's already scored more than... Uh, the the night I, I said five. You uh, you sorry, Andy said five, and you said seven. He's already got seven. Well, I'm right then, aren't I? Well, good for me. Half the season to play. So yeah, we, I think we all thought he wouldn't play as much. We thought Bruce and McBurney, you know, would be the ones that play play more. Uh, McBurney, I had ten. Andy had twenty four. <laughs> <laughs> you had nine. He scored zero. League goals. Brewster, I had zero. Uh, you had three, and Andy had ten. And he's got two, so you're looking more likely on that one. And I remember. Oliver... I, remember for, I remember. I've got a note <laughs> here for Brewster. I said, get everyone to think of a number for Brewster's goals, and he will get nearer to zero than that number. And I think I did it. I think I said, and and everyone listening, think of a number. And uh, but you said zero, yeah. so it sort of scuppered it. A bit. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Burke. Um, I had six, you had two, and he had naught or 17. <laughs> Whatever that means. Uh, he's got zero. 
Um, so overall, those strikers, uh, you know, I think we, you know, out of those six, the big six, as uh, I think <laughs> I called them on the pod, uh, over the course of the season, you'd be hoping for a, you know a fairly significant amount of goals there. You'd be hoping for 50, 60 goals, maybe, or is that you know, say a team's a promotion, top six teams scores, I don't know, eighty goals, is that? More yeah, than probably. that, probably. Yeah, you, you, you'd be looking for 60 goals from, from 55, 60 goals. Certainly one to get tw- 20, couple of 15, 10. Um, it's, uh, we've got 14 goals from them six so far, and seven of them are sharp. Yeah, I think I didn't go above... I think my maximum for any one of them was nine, wasn't it? And, and you've, I, still I, got 50, you've still got 50 goals, at least 50, just yeah, doing a quick, which... quick maths here. Um, and to be fair, um, yeah, we'd all got around about 50 goals and there are like different ways of scoring them and we've scored 14 goals. Yeah, it's not a good return. But there again, that's not really how we've played, is it? He's not really played no, with strikers no. and he's... Yeah. We've had some goals from other areas we didn't think we'd get them. You know, Gibbs White and Dyer, people like that, I suppose. Yeah. Um, surprisingly good, we all said Bogle. Well, you said Bogle or low, um, but we've we all said Bogle, and um, to be fair, that's not bad. He's got in the team, and he's done all right. So um, I can't think of anyone else where I think, oh, he's been surprisingly good. Fodringham, maybe, but we yeah. didn't think he'd be in the team. He's the only other one I can really think. Yeah, well, obviously Gibbs White is the main one, isn't he? Because we didn't expect anything, really. <laughs> he knows here. <laughs> he knows I'm going to predict a lone player that might come in. And his name player. is... Yeah, going to come in last minute and be basically the best player. There you go. Surprisingly bad, even though we all love the guy. I think we all want tempted fate, open it, just we looked after again. We all said Basham and... Um, at the start of the season, we you know, the first couple of months, we were not bad because he was playing bad. He just wasn't playing. We, it looked on, but um, Bash has obviously got back in the team and uh, and he's he's been one of our best players, one first names on the sheet again. So, wrong again. Good. And you're right. I think it was difficult to pick that, wasn't it? Because you just mm. didn't know how it was going to go. And I think, yeah, I think we probably did just go for the who's potentially going to decline, but we don't want it. It's pessimist in us again, isn't it? There's pessimism. Uh, so basically, uh, after half a season, uh, our predictions have been pretty shit, really. Yeah. Although I, d- I did, I did a general prediction of Leeds will do what we did, which isn't too far oh, off. Right. And um, I think I said O'Connor won't play a full game for us again, which is a bit. Well, I'm racing him now, aren't I? So let's see. Yeah, big pressure on you. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I think I did say early in the season that I didn't think Ikanovic would... I don't want to say it in the pod, but I, I was pretty consistent even before we, we, we'd had a, a bad run. I said, I don't think he'll be here long-term just because of the manager he, he was and how our board had operated. And I did say, I think I did say that Heggenbottom had been charged by... I don't, don't think it was going to be as early as that. I thought, but I think I said by the end of the season. Yeah, and it, it was a, a fair sort of guess, but... I don't think any of us guessed how quick it would be. It's like it went no. it went kind of the way you suggested, but in two months, pretty much. Yeah. In the, you know, it was obvious the board weren't going to back him. They were trying to shoe on players that weren't right into his formation. Mm. And yeah, what what we thought well, what you suggested would happen over the course of a season happened in mm. two or three months. It's hard, isn't it? Because we we slammed the board on when we did the you know the the sacking podcast and we we're a bit tongue in cheek, but it's weird. I reflect back, and I think if we'd have took Heckingbottom in the summer and stayed, we'd have done all right, and we'd have been, I don't know, let's say sixth now, 
uh, if we'd have carried on the kind of trajectory we've done under him, obviously we'd have lost some games. There still would have been fans, including us, that would have said, we should have got that, you kind of it. He was a proven promotion contender. You know, I mean, he'd, he'd have got us like to top two sort of thing. I genuinely think we'd, we'd all, a lot of us would have said that. Yeah, and you, you so at least we've at least we've at least we've had a, at least we've had a look at it. <laughs> well, no, this is it, and you're probably right that it's the better way. We've we've wasted a lot of money on it. You know, we've, yeah. we we said it before that we we've ended up with a cheap option, but done the most expensive way of getting the cheap mm. option possible. But it's probably better off it went that way because you're right. We'd have forever been looking at you know, oh, look at what we could have won, sort of thing. Mm. I, we could we could have been better. Yeah, we're. Yeah, we're near playoffs, but I reckon we'd have been winning it with him. So it probably went the right way. Prove that no, look, he's actually he's a one-trick pony, and we ain't got well, we ain't got any donkeys. Never mind ponies to do what he wants to do. Got plenty of donkeys. <laughs> oh yeah, exactly. Um, so he it, just wears he just wears ridiculous clothes and fancy shoes. <laughs> he does, doesn't he? So it's probably better. You're right. It's probably better that it went that way around. That basically have ended up with the cheap option, but we're grateful for it. It's like, oh, good. Mm. Ecky. <laughs> where, where, I mean, we'll come on to players. To, so where, where do you see us go? Where do you see us going in terms of the, the rest of the season? Um, do, do you think that we'll, do you think we'll carry on the form? Not obviously winning every week, but just, do you think we'll sneak into the playoffs or get into the playoffs? I don't see why not. I mean, it's not a million miles away, is it? And given how, bad the start was and we're now quite close to it why not we're not we like you say we're not going to carry on that form because it's impossible you're not going to get 100 percent through mm. the season we're going to drop off because it'll be some of it's obviously new manager bounce and you know I, I, we'll drop off anyway and we'll have bad patches but i don't know i i don't see why if we steer clear of injuries and we don't have too much of a fixture pile up and all that we can't be there or thereabouts uh- I think I'm going a bit more pessimistic. I think we'll we'll carry on a decent run for the next couple months. But I think I think Gibbs White will go back. I think Wolves, with all the COVID thing, will just recall him because they need another body, and it'd be stupid not to. You know, they're paying his wages anyway, probably or a good proportion. So, and I think he has been a big part of our resurgence and creates things. Now I worry about kind of that creativity side. If, if he does go back, he has been our best player this season. And, and that's why I think we might just miss out. I think, you know, Fulham, Bournemouth will probably go up. I think West Brom will, even though they've dropped off, will get a place. There's a few others have done well. I'd say Blackburn, Middlesbrough doing well. I think there's two or three spots that anyone from like about 10, 12 teams could get. But I think we might just miss out. I see us maybe finishing eighth. I'm going to go yeah. eighth. And that's what I meant by there or thereabouts. I'm not thinking we're going to fly into them. I'm thinking we're going to finish somewhere between sort of fifth and ninth. Um, mm. It's just, but it just depends on how those bad patches go and stuff like that. I, I can see us sneaking in, but I can like you, I can see as a solid seventh. You know, the the classic just miss out. It's interesting though, if we let's say we get in, and let's say we we you know let's say we, something ridiculous happens, we beat Middlesbrough in the final at Wembley, and we go up and stuff. I don't know. You get all the money from going up, but we'd literally have to build a brand new eleven. Yeah, because the, 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 this team's not good enough for the Premier League. They, they proved that. You know, they had that great spell, but there, there's barely a player you could say, "Oh, he'd, he'd be. He's a Premier League player." You know, Gibbs Gibbs White is probably the, the obvious one. You know, and Dye. You know, there's shows flashes and stuff, but there's there's not one player. 
and you know include some of the mainstays your, your egans and your baldocks and people like that fleck you did literally have to build a brand new team so is, is it but you want to go back all this argument about oh, it's too early you, you 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 take the money you don't almost have to do a norwich or you know uh you know fulham and and try your best and and just but i don't know uh, yeah of course you always go for it I pissed me off when uh, we're talking about before covid happened everyone were obviously oh we've got a we can't we can't get into europe it's too early it's too early for us and bullshit, this might be the one chance in your lifetime you see United get to Europe. One chance in anyone's lifetime, you know, we might never get mm. that sniff again. You just, you, you go for what you can. You take, it sounds like I'm some sort of Viking raping and pillaging or something. You just go smashing ground. Get into your, get into your country and... Uh... Um, but but no, you just, when, when a chance comes, you just do your best and you try and take it. Mm. I'm not making it sound any better, am I? But um, I think you've, I think you just, yeah, go for it. And I think getting up now, getting up now, oh God, it's not getting any better, is it? Basically go for it. And and if that means a, a playoff final win, because that's we're not going to finish top two, are we? The only way we're going to go up is if we sneak in the playoffs. Who's going to say, oh no, no, I, I don't fancy mm. that. I don't fancy, you know, getting down to Wembley. You know, COVID's a, a bit of a thing of the past. It won't be by then, but, you know, it might be a bit better and, Big day at Wembley and finally win yeah. one of those big games. Of You're in football that. for glory, in football for glory, for big games, for big events. And for all that happened at the end of Wales tenure, we had amazing games and spells. And that's why you're, you're in football. Let's be honest, we're never going to be like an established top 10 team without ridiculous investment like Leicester or Wolves have had. The best we're going to hope for is the odd season here and there in the Premier League. People might say he's been really negative, but that's what our history has been. You know, we are... Where we are at the moment in the championship, even though we've been a bit of a yo-yo Premier League championship, and then we've had League One. Where we are at the moment is about where Sheffield United, are, the average about where Sheffield United are in our in our lifetime, Probably middle longer, of the yeah, championship. Fifty years, maybe a little bit higher if I was be you know because we've obviously had seasons at the top flight, so maybe maybe like playoff area in the yeah. second tier. No, I agree. But fifty-year average puts a slap bang in that sort of top. I don't know. Eight a championship, I would say. That's that's probably our position. Um, where we come, where we comfortable, like an old chair, isn't it? Where yeah. <laughs> sliding back. Where would you like to finish this year? Seventh in championship. <laughs> that's our position, isn't it? None of that playoff final heartbreak. So uh, we said we're going to do top three players of the calendar year for United. It was quite a hard one to do because they were so bad, like last season. I've seen start of the season well so um give me a we'll do it in reverse order give me a third place yeah you're right second and third are difficult um can you can you say gibbs white just for the start to this season i don't i've i've got him in third place yeah that's what i'm thinking i've got i'm jumping ahead but i've got him and Ramsdale as third and second because they both done half a season effectively for us. And Ramsdale's second half season was was really good. And Gibbs White's obviously been really good. So I, I thought I can't really give them one because they've not done it for a full calendar year. So now I had Gibbs White third, Ramsdale second. So who you got first? I had a joint award 
for oh, Chris Basham and David McGoldrick at the joint a, award. That's a cop. No, but like, I, I still think, even though Basham was out of the team at the start of the season, he still did pretty well at the end of last season. McGoldrick did pretty well at the end of last season. McGoldrick's been a bit up and down, but still been good at times this season. And I think in terms of consistency, I mean, you could argue it's Gibbs wide, but then he's not played. He's not, he didn't play the back of us. So, yeah, I've got a joint award, Basham and McGoldrick. No, mine was, my third place was between Basham and Gibbs White. Um, and okay. I, di- I didn't know which way to swing that. Second, McGoldrick and first, Ramsdale. I, it's not, it's not popularity. He's a, he's a twat. <laughs> yeah, this is it. Is I'm like, I'm not afraid to make the big decisions, you know. But he's <laughs> but, not uh, played for us. He's not played for us since August. So what you've just basically, August, September, October, five months of the year, he hasn't played for United. You do realise, well, yeah, but you do realise, A, some of that is the summer. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> but, no, but I, you've, you've put in, in your top three, Gibbs White, who's played even less than that. And this, yeah, I no, put him number one. I put him number one. The, I put me, him Brad, there's, no, there's no getting away from it. <clears throat> from January the 1st until we sold him, he was better than all the other players put together pretty much. And he's a dickhead. No, I, don't, I, don't, I don't agree with that. I, th- I thought he played well in the second. But we, I tell you what, after January, the first few, you look back <clears> at people's opinions and people want him out of the team. Even early January, like he'd had some bad games. I remember, I can't remember what the game it was. And he, even I was like, it's probably need to take him out now. He only started improving round about, like properly round about sort of end, towards end of January. <clears throat> you're, uh, you're, you're, you're re-evaluating history. What actually happened is people are really, really slow to change their mind about things. Once they've got a scapegoat, and we all know you, you, you probably still hate Ryan Flynn. I'll go back to my ratings from those early games in January. I, th- I think I'll, I'll revisit I, it. I think it started turning around December when he started to become a little bit more solid. Um, it weren't it weren't making the clangers that it was. I, I remember as winning a cup game against it, Plymouth three two, and that was definitely January. And he was shit. Yeah, yeah, that he really... made another couple of really bad errors, and he'd had a couple of league games before that in January. And it was like I remember saying, "Did he take him out of the team?" He's absolutely got no confidence. So I stand by my my comment. And I don't think he was as people thought he was earlier in the season, but he'd he'd been he'd been he'd been He'd been sort of inconsistent. He'd had some good games, uh, but he'd been inconsistent. Was, and I thought it was more February time, sort of when it started to turn. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah. I think he'd already turned, as it were, and he had that erratic game in, not erotic, erratic game in January. Like right, I think it was that cup game where he played like FIFA goalie. I think we said mm. on this po- very podcast that he came steaming out and just. But there were other league games around that time where he wasn't really good either. But anyway, I'm standing by that, that That's he's fine. the only one that consistently played well this season. Because even, I mean, even Gibbs Wyatt, I'm saying, is 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 a possibility for third along with Bash. He's had games where he's, he's done a Duffy, where he's had two or three outstanding games, and then he's had a couple where yeah. he's not even mm-hmm. been in it. So it's a tough one. It's a tough one, but you, you, you're wrong. Um Thanks. <laughs> so there we go. So let us know who do you think calendar year who's been uh, who's been your one, two, three. Uh, see if we'll, we might even put a, a, a poll up, a Graham poll up, um, and uh, see if people uh, agree. Or somebody already done that. No one's well. Yeah, the, the reason I know that no one's going to do this is because is it the Blades man on Twitter put a poll up and I think he's done ah, it in two right, hours. And he put Ramsdale in alongside Sharp, Basham, and Osborne. I think. Um, 
and obviously I vote for Basham um, in that selection of four. Um, and no one's going to vote for Ramsdale simply because he's now a dickhead. Yeah. Well, like I say, if you did, if you did Basham, Goldrick, Gibbs, why? I think people would vote Gibbs White just because fans of like they like goldfishers, aren't they? They just remember like they do though, don't they? Like yeah. I, I'm guilty of that. You remember stuff more recent, so. But yeah, um, slim pickings. Though. I don't. I don't think anyone. There's not many who can say they've been consistently good week in week out, and that's why why it's not been a great calendar year. We finished the year well, but to be bottom of the bottom of the Premier League consistently to end to twenty. Uh, 2021 and then start this year we were bottom half of the championship most of the years only the last few weeks we've, we've sort of moved up a little bit um it's not been a it's not been a great year for uh united but at least there's some so there's some there's some some shimmers of light shimmers of light yeah i'm in a cave and i'm looking up see some shimmers of light coming through glimmer shimmer glimmer could be shimmering good um, anything else um, for us to discuss? We've said where we're going to finish. We've said player of the, player of the calendar year. Uh, is there any other any other things we'd like to discuss, or are we going to uh, we're going to park it? Well, I think it's just where are you reevaluating your predictions now? For who? For you, well, for United. Where where have you have you are you saying you? You're definitely sticking with. We're going to miss out on the playoffs after all. Yeah, I think said. we'll just miss out. I think, and I think Gibbs White going back will be. Oh, it's it'll pin become a, pin a position down because even I, even I said five eighth. Tonight. I said eighth. I said eighth. Right, I, right. I think it'll Gibbs White will be like you know, like they're talking about the Duffy role for like twenty five years. It'll be the, the the Gibbs White replacement. <laughs> that'll be that'll be the new phrase. <laughs> the Gibbs White replacement, and Sounds then like- and Dial get get called it a lot and then could McGoldrick be the Gibbs White replacement or oh, we need to sign a new Gibbs White replacement at least it might stop him talking about the Duffy role That's the Gibbs the only White replacement it sounds like a terrible straight to TV 80s movie it's a crime novel isn't it it's yeah Gibbs White. Michael Crichton wrote it I think uh, I'm, I'm going to pin myself down to six then I'm going to be optimistic to counteract you okay and then lose at Wembley and then lose it no no we're going up you mark my words I can a lot of said, aren't they? We're going to play Middlesbrough playoffs, but it'd be United way, wouldn't it? Not Sheffield United way. They do some great work. It'd be United way to do the crap work and just like kind of end up playing them in playoffs, wouldn't it? Yeah, well, probably first leg, uh, semi-final, and just go out then, just fizzle out rather than go out in a. <laughs> yeah, they might, they might, uh, they might cut playoffs down to one leg. Actually, that might be some like you know they've cut replays and stuff. They might. It wouldn't surprise me if they even do things like that towards the end. Of the if we end up playing in like July or something, you got you got a week to get these in before you decide what division you're in. Yeah, sweating away in July in playoff <laughs> final. It's always bad enough in May, isn't it? So. All them skins on that. Always in that really hot end where it's sunshine. And then coming out saying, I'm burnt. Look at me, love, I'm burnt. Well, you've took your top off. Yeah, you you've, did, you've yeah. stood there naked for 45 minutes. <laughs> but uh, no, hopefully we'll see some football in a few days. And if, if we do, we'll be back for... Um, well, will we? I'm, I'm pre-guessing. Will we be? Will we do a, a Middlesbrough post game? Yeah, of course New we Year's will. Day? Yeah, we'll be back for that. If, if and I don't know what. Though. Yeah, and games, games after that. They, again, they're not home for ages after that, are they? They've got cup after that. I'd sack that off because we want. We've got all these games to play. I'd, I'd literally. Yeah. 
I'd, I'd probably, well, I'd say I'd play reserves, we haven't got any, but I'd play other play players. Kids. Play kids. Yeah. Um, and then I, I've no idea even who we've got after that. I couldn't even tell you a fixture after that. That's how dedicated I am to following my football club. No well, idea. I think what you'll find is that we've got Wolves, haven't we? In cup. No, I've just and said then, that. Yeah, Wolves in the cup. After you know, that, I couldn't tell you I'm not listening you to you. I've, <laughs> my attention span can't cope for this length of podcast. We've gone over, haven't we? Uh, Derby. Luton and Peterborough. So they're all winnable then. Okay. Okay. Right. Uh, nothing really to say apart from uh, wish you and your families uh, a fantastic... Not your family. Well, I wish your family Happy New Year, but the <laughs> listeners' families in particular hope you have... Uh, a lovely new year and I hope things get a little bit better uh, for for everyone. I hope, I, hope, I hope we can get to more football and yeah. <laughs> Good ending. <laughs> hope the better. Yeah. <laughs>